Hello and welcome to episode 19 of Cut the Crap, the show where we take topical news stories and cut through the crap to find out what's really going on. Following the tragic loss of life at the Travis Scott concert, I'm taking a closer look, asking who exactly is to blame. So who is Travis Scott? You may be mistaken in thinking that he's a popular singer from the 90s, or that he is a overpriced timber merchant, or that he is someone who will set the mob on you if you try and steal his shoe. You tried to take my shoe? You wanna be a thief? Come up! What a gent. Now the rapper released his first album Rodeo in 2015, but the big turning point was when he released Astroworld, which received multiple Grammy nominations. He's also compared his shows to professional wrestling, saying, I always want to make it feel like the WWF or some And it's clear that people were actually wrestling for their lives here, which is something I only ever want to do if I tell The Rock that his acting is overrated, he was the wrong casting choice for Jumanji, and his arms are just way too stupidly big. So why wasn't the show stopped earlier? Well, there are many points when the show could have been stopped before Travis finished his last song at 10 past 10. It could have been stopped by two concert goers at 9.35 who were begging with a camera operator to get word out that someone had died in the crowd and this camera operator had a walkie-talkie and a headset. Maybe it could have stopped at 9.38 when the Houston Fire Department declared a mass casualty event or at 9.53 by which time there were dozens of bodies laying unconscious on the ground, presumably some of those being the deceased. Or it could have f***ing stopped when Travis saw this. What are you doing? The guy needs urgent medical attention, not being serenaded by whatever that noise is coming out of your mouth. Now it should be noted here that after the show, Travis said this. Anytime I can make out, you know, anything that's going on, you know, I stop the show and, you know, help them get the help they need. You know, to me, it's clear that Travis could clearly see what was going on and he chose not to stop the show. There were also ambulances going into the crowd and to say that he couldn't see an ambulance from where he was in the stage is just childish. So I guess the question is, do performers ever stop their performances or pause their performances when something like this happens? Adele? <laughs> Firstly, I love how her voice switches from that of an angel to someone who is clearly on EastEnders. She's the only woman who could simultaneously sing me to sleep while selling me a bowl of carrots. Secondly, she had the sense and heart to stop the gig, and that was just for one person. But neither Travis nor Live Nation chose to stop it. Police Chief Troy Finner has said that Astroworld was shut down as quickly as possible, saying... You cannot just close when you have 50,000 individuals that young. You can have rioting. Uh, you can shut it down fast. You turn the lights on. You turn the sound off. And you take the microphone away from the person that everyone is lunging forward to get closer to. And to the point about the rioting, I mean, come on. If you tell people there are serious injuries in the crowd, I don't think they're going to grab their pitchforks, go on the rampage and try and take your head off. So were crowd control measures up to scratch? Well, Steve Allen, a UK trained crowd consultant who has stopped performances like the Oasis and the Red Hot Chili Peppers, has said that there should be trained crowd spotters on site who are in direct communication with someone who has the power to stop 
the show. So it's fairly clear here that Live Nation did not have such systems in place, unless someone in HR got really confused and hired an actual melon. Side note here, a melon probably would have been better than whatever system they had in place, because at least you can't run over one easily. Do drug attacks tie in anywhere with this? Well, in a press conference after the event, Chief Finner said that a security officer at the event had been injected with drugs via a small prick at the time of the surge, which is a strange thing to say given the context. And the only prick here is the one indirectly implying that one or two people injecting other people with drugs could have caused a mass crush. And what the police chief is obviously doing here is setting the groundwork for a massive pass the buck and a you to anyone who might hold the police responsible. So are staff prepared for medical emergencies? Well, one of the most disturbing claims made by a nurse is that the Astro World medical team were completely unprepared and not properly trained to deal with casualties on site. And the operations plan said that event control should be notified of anyone dying by using a code name Smurf, and no one under any circumstances should use the word deceased dead or dying. Which means that whoever was manning the radio clearly thought that a ground medic was just describing some kind of smurf orgy. And look, yes, I know the subject of sleeping with smurfette can rage long into the night, especially after a few drinks, but come on, there is a time and a place and this isn't it. In a Facebook post after the event, the nurse, Miss Eskins, wrote, I ask where the medical breathing aid is, where the defib is, where the stretcher and ambulance is, where the f any shit is, and they essentially said there is none. There's one AMBU bag, one stretcher, and way defib for three, now four people who are pulseless and blue, which is just heartbreaking. So who's to blame here? Well, at the time of filming this, facts about the event are still coming to light, and I'm sure there'll be many legal challenges in the months to come. What is clear is that Travis Scott clearly saw on some scale what was going on, and if he did pause the gig at any point, which I'm not aware of, it clearly wasn't enough. The Live Nation staff were not medically trained and prepared for such emergencies. Stage crew ignored desperate cries for help, and the police chose not to intervene. This was a perfect storm of a group of people just not giving and in order for there to be any resolution for the families of the deceased, there needs to be some shared responsibility and consequences for all of those involved. My heart truly goes out to all of those who lost loved ones by this horrible and avoidable tragedy. Thanks for listening. Please do subscribe to our podcast and leave us some feedback below. We'd really, really appreciate it if you did. Feel free to check us out on YouTube by searching for Cut the Crap Comedy or go to my Instagram page at the Kevin Durham, which will link you to the content.